Are you tired, mama? Tired of feeling like you have to resign yourself to either being a hot mess mom who's drowning in the chaos of motherhood or a Pinterest perfect mom who looks like she has it all together, but on the inside, she's really miserable. The world keeps telling us that these are the only options, but that is such a lie. You can get out of victim mode and you can make changes to bring more joy to your life. And at the same time, you can find freedom in remembering that you can't control everything and you can stop striving for perfection. I'm Mackenzie Tricola, and I'd love for you to join me every week here on the Practically Joyful Mom podcast to talk about realistic ways to bring more joy to your mom life and how to choose to be joyful even when it feels like the chaos is winning. We'll talk about intentional parenting, simplicity, faith in following Jesus, connecting with your kids, taking care of yourself, and so much more. Are you ready to leave hot mess mom and Pinterest perfect mom in the dust? Are you ready to choose to be a practically joyful mom? Then welcome in, friend. I'm so glad you're here. Hey friends, I'm Kinsey. Welcome back to Practically Joyful Mom. Thanks for being here today. I hope that you are having a really great day. It is nice and sunny where I live today. Even though we're heading into fall, we've got this beautiful sunny day and I just kind of came off of having rest time in the backyard with my three-year-old digging in the sandbox and me getting to just spend some time reading and praying and uh, doing some exercises and I am just feeling wonderful. So I hope that you are having a great day. If you are not, do something that you can do to bring some joy into your day, whatever that looks like at this point, whether your house is like a dumpster fire and everyone is melting down and you just need to go outside even if it's only for five minutes or you need to let your kids watch a show for a bit so you can have a few minutes to yourself or have a dance party with them whatever would just bring a little bit of joy into your day I just want to encourage you to choose to do something that will bring some sunshine metaphorical or physical into your day and just choose some joy right now. Pause this episode if you need to, Um, or maybe listening to this is your spot of joy in the day, which I hope it is. I want to jump into the episode with our verse of the month. We're in 1 Corinthians 10.31. It says, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. I know we talked a lot kind of last week about that so I won't go a ton into that verse but that's just still our verse of the month and I've been really loving just kind of sharing that at the beginning of each episode it's been fun for me hopefully you've enjoyed it if you have let me know shoot me an email practicallyjoyfulmom at gmail.com I'd love to know if you're enjoying the verse of the month or if there are any that have really stuck out to you or ideas you have for a verse of the month that you would like us to do one other thing I wanted to talk about about real quick before we get into like the meat of the episode we're heading into November and it's Thanksgiving month and it can be really easy to get overwhelmed with cooking holiday plans parties at your kids school whatever it is cute crafts that you feel like you have to do you don't have to do them if you don't want to do them don't do them if if crafting is your thing and you love it then by all means but you don't have to be a crafty mom to be a good mom One thing that my family and I have been doing that we've really been loving is, I got this idea from someone else, so I can't take credit, but a gratitude notebook. In the past, we've kind of done the month of November, 
we had like a little tree up on our wall in a plastic paper thing that I got from Amazon and it had little leaves and every night at dinner we'd each say something we're thankful for, write it down on a leaf, stick it up on the tree. It was a lot of fun but then our tree got kind of overgrown with leaves and it was falling off the wall. It wasn't working so well. So we've kind of switched. We're doing now a gratitude notebook. So we have this cute little journal that I bought and every evening at dinner we each go around and we say something we're thankful for and then we write it down. Those of us who are old enough to write, write our own thing after we've said it. You know, my three-year-old is not writing his own things in the, in the notebook. Um, so one of us, my husband and I, will write it down for him. But that's been really fun for us. And I think it will be fun in the future to look back at, okay, in 2021, what were we thankful for? Because I think it can be so fun to have those records to look back. It takes us less than a minute to do. And then it's really fun I think, I think it will be fun in the future to be able to look back at that. We certainly had fun looking back at our tree in the past. And this doesn't take up as much wall space, so it's a little more convenient. All right, we are, after all that, let's jump into this episode for today. And this one, I've just, this is something I've been thinking about for quite a while. And then I, I had heard this a long time ago, and it's, been so long that I don't even remember who said it, but this idea that one of the most important things we can ever do as a parent, one of our most important parenting skills, hacks, whatever you want to call it, is this. So this was not my original idea, I can't take full credit for it, but I have taken it and run with it because I, I saw that it was really a great idea. The best parenting advice I have ever ever gotten is this pray for wisdom doesn't sound necessarily at first glance like it's just you know the most amazing parenting thing ever all the books and all the websites and all the things out there with all these parenting tips all these tricks all these everything not saying that those are not good things but this idea of pray for wisdom I think is a huge overarching idea that we can apply to basically every single thing in parenting. Um, I had heard this advice a long time ago, thought about it, tried to apply it, and then I actually it kind of came back to me a few months ago. Um, I was reading in Second Chronicles, which I'm doing like a read through the Bible. This is not Second Chronicles is not just my go-to book of the Bible if I'm just opening it up to look for something. But doing like a read through the Bible thing. So I was in Second Chronicles, Second um, Chronicles one. So this is starting in verse seven. This is when Solomon has just been crowned king. You know, David's son, King Solomon. He's kind of just settling into his reign as king, and. He has this basically a big festival to God. And then it says, so starting in verse 7, That night, God appeared to Solomon and said to him, Ask for whatever you want me to give to you. Now this is pretty amazing, right? The God who created the entire universe and everything in it asks you, Hey, what do you want? Ask for anything and I'll give it to you. Solomon answered God, you have shown great kindness to David, my father, and have made me king in his place after his father's death. 
Now, Lord God, let your promise to my father David be confirmed, for you have made me king over a people who are as numerous as the dust of the earth. Here's the crucial part. Give me wisdom and knowledge that I may lead this people. For who is able to govern this great people of yours? This line just hit me when I read it. Like, as parents, we are not the king or queen, certainly, but as parents, we are the leader in our home. We are the person who sets the rules, who sets the stage, who leads the people living in our home. So I just, this seemed like such a great parallel. Give me wisdom and knowledge that I may lead this people. Solomon's talking about the whole kingdom of Israel, but in our lives, we can be saying, give me wisdom and knowledge that I may lead these little people living in my home. And then I love this part. He says, for who is able to govern this great people of yours? In my mind, at least, he's saying like, wow, this is a big job. Who in the world can govern all these people, can lead all these people, this nation who honestly has shown themselves to be rebellious, to be stubborn, to be constantly running away from God, and then they get in trouble and ask him for help, and he comes back and saves them. Does this sound familiar? Does this sound like people who live in your house, right? Maybe stubborn, maybe rebellious, maybe making unwise choices, all sorts of things, immature um, bickering, arguing. <laughs> I just, it just really made me laugh to read this. It, it sounds like something a parent might say, please give me wisdom and knowledge to lead these people, these kids, because who in the world is up to the task of teaching them and training them and leading them? I just, I loved that parallel. So Solomon asks God, he says, please give me wisdom and knowledge to know how to lead these people. And then God said to Solomon, since this is your heart's desire and you have not asked for wealth, possessions, or honor, nor the death of your enemies, and since you have not asked for long life, but for wisdom and knowledge to govern my people over whom I have made you king, therefore wisdom and knowledge will be given to you. And I will also give you wealth, possessions, and honor, such as no king was who was before you ever had and none after you will have. This is not me trying to say, oh, ask God for wisdom and then he'll make you rich. <laughs> um, Solomon asks God for wisdom and knowledge and understanding and God says, yes, I'll give you those things and I'm going to bless you in other ways as well. Everyone's story is different. None of us are King Solomon. It, it may not go the same way, but I do believe that if we ask God for wisdom and knowledge and understanding in how to parent our children, he will give that to us. So before we kind of jump into more practical on this, what is wisdom? We probably all have our own definition in our head. Maybe you picture an older, wiser, white-haired, I don't know, mentor of some sort. Like a, I just have this picture in my head of some sort of Disney character. Maybe I don't know who specifically it is, but someone like that. Maybe you have some other sort of image that comes to mind or a definition one of the kids bibles that I was reading with my older son defined it as just making good decisions which I thought was a really a good way for kids to be able to conceptualize that but also for adults wisdom really does involve a lot of making good decisions I 
looked at a few different, you know, Merriam-Webster, Dictionary.com, different definitions. There were a few that I thought were interesting. One says, the natural ability to understand things that most other people cannot understand. So sometimes parenting can feel like this. We look at a situation with our kids and we think, I don't understand this. I don't understand why they're doing this or how to help them. I don't understand this situation. So wisdom can be an ability to understand these things, to be able to know what to do in a situation. Another, well, this was one of the other definitions I found. It says the quality or state of being wise. Duh, wisdom, quality or state of being wise. But then it goes on to say knowledge of what is true or right coupled with just judgment as to action. So it's not just knowing what is right, but having good judgment about how to act based on that knowledge. And I think that's often when we hear the difference between knowledge and wisdom. Knowledge is knowing things. Wisdom is knowing how to apply those things that we know. Uh, this same definition also says discernment or insight. So how does wisdom apply to parenting? In everything. <laughs> As a parent, there are thousands of decisions on a weekly basis where we need discernment or insight. We need to be able to have insight into our children's personalities, into why they're acting the way they are, into how we can help them, yes, with their outward behavior, but also with what's going on in their hearts because that's where the behavior is really coming from. We need discernment to discern when to correct our children and when to give grace because the constantly correcting every little thing they do is just going to drive a wedge into our relationships. So there are some times where your child might do something and you need the discernment to know, okay, they're really pushing a boundary here. I need to be very firm on this. Hold the line. Be firm. Be kind about it, but be super firm on this. And there are other times where a child might do that exact same thing, but you know they're, they've got something going on right now where they're really struggling and maybe what that kid needs in that moment is a hug and you to remind them that you love them, snuggle with them, read them a book, really show them some grace, and then maybe you come back and talk to them about the situation that happened. So I think we can have this idea from reading books or whatever that it's, if your child does this, you do this. If your kid does that, you do that. But that's not how life works. The very same thing can happen, but in two different situations, two different circumstances. And different responses may be best from us depending on that circumstance and so we need discernment we need wisdom to know what kind of situation it is and what we need to do in that specific instance so wisdom applies to basically everything in parenting how to help your child uh try new foods we need wisdom for that we need wisdom to help with sibling arguments. We need wisdom to help our children learn how to make new friends. We need wisdom to help them learn how to not gossip. We need wisdom in basically every single moment of parenting. So we need this wisdom, but how do we get it? Where does it come from? Because like we talked about before, wisdom is not just knowledge. So you can read a lot of books, you can 
have a lot of strategies, a lot of tips, a lot of tricks, that's good. But if you don't know how to apply those things, if you don't know this circumstance needs this and this one needs that, what do you do? So wisdom, not just knowledge, but where does wisdom come from? Uh, if you search wisdom in the Bible, there's hundreds of verses are going to come up. I just chose a few that I thought were really really applicable here. So in Job 12, 13, it talks about to God belong wisdom and power, counsel and understanding are his. So God is our source of wisdom. Uh, Proverbs, full of discussion on wisdom. Proverbs 2, 6 says, for the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. So where can we get wisdom? From God. He gives us wisdom. Proverbs 11.2 says, When pride comes, then comes disgrace. But with humility comes wisdom. So, yes, God's the source of wisdom. He can give us wisdom, but he can't force it on us, or he won't choose to force it on us. So if we go through our days thinking, I know everything there is to know about parenting, I've got this all figured out, that's okay, stand back, God, I got it we're probably going to fall flat on our faces that if, if it hasn't happened to you, well, it's happened to me many times. I think I've got it figured out and then bam, run right into a wall basically. But with humility comes wisdom. So I think here we have to have this humility to recognize we aren't God. I am not the source of wisdom. I do not know what to do many times, but I can choose to have that humility and say, okay, God, I don't know what to do. Can you please help me? Can you please give me wisdom here? Because when we think we have it all figured out, that's usually when we end up having the most troubles. But when we're willing to say, God, I'm going to humble myself and ask for your wisdom here, I believe that he really will give us that wisdom. In my own life, I've seen this circumstances with my kids, issues that have gone on where I've said, God, please help me. I don't know what to do. Please give me wisdom. Is this a time to hold really firm to my limit? Is this a time to drop everything and snuggle? Is this a time where we just all need to go outside for a few minutes? Is this a time where I need to just tell my kids, I need some space. You can go play in the living room. I'm going to be in here reading. There are so many circumstances where I don't know what to do. And when I've, I have prayed and asked God for wisdom in that situation, it usually goes a whole lot better than the times when I think, oh, I'll just try this. Oh, I'll try that. Um, usually doesn't work so great. So that's kind of our perspective shift for this episode. Jumping into practical, what does this look like? It sounds great to say, okay, pray and ask God for wisdom. But how do we really kind of make this happen? If you already have like a prayer list or something, you can just add it on there. Wisdom for parenting. If you have a certain place where you record things that you want to be praying for, that's one really great thing you can do. Other ideas, we've talked about this with other topics, but things like put a sticky note on the front of your Bible that says like, pray for wisdom or just wisdom or whatever word you want to put on there. Maybe one of the verses that I shared here, 
You could print something out to put on your fridge as a reminder to pray for wisdom. A sticky note on your car dashboard. And every time you get in and you start to drive, you just say a little prayer. God, please give me wisdom to handle the parenting situations that are going to happen today. So that's kind of a like almost proactive way to be doing this is to put yourself reminders to pray for wisdom in different areas. And then I think also when you find yourself in a situation, so this is a little bit more reactive or responsive responding to situations. When you find yourself in a situation where you hear yourself say or think, I do a lot of my thinking out loud. So if you hear yourself in your brain thinking or you say out loud, I don't know what to do. That's probably a situation where right then and there in that moment, you can just say a quick, quiet prayer. God, please give me wisdom for this situation. I guess this is another Second Chronicles verse. Uh, Second Chronicles 20.12, it says, We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. So anytime I find myself thinking this, I don't know what to do that's like a mental cue to myself. Okay, I don't know what to do, but I do know that I can pray for wisdom, that I can ask God to help me in this situation, and I believe that he will give me insight or discernment or wisdom to what I should even do in this situation. I think parenting is full of a lot of moments where we say, oh no, I don't know what to do again. So that is my encouragement to you today. That is the best parenting advice I have ever received is pray for wisdom because it covers every situation that we're going to face in parenting. All the decisions, all of the things that we will face can really be helped by this idea of praying for wisdom. I hope that this was encouraging, that it was helpful to you, that this is something that you and your family will benefit from. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you would just share it with a friend, post on social media, send them a text, whatever, talk to them in person, whatever that looks like. But if you share this with a friend who might want to hear this message as well, that just helps it get out there to more moms. If you have two minutes after the end of this episode, if you wouldn't mind, it would help me greatly if you just leave a rating and review on um, iTunes podcast app. That also helps the podcast to just reach more moms with these encouraging, supportive, helpful messages. Thank you so much for being here today, friends, and sharing this time together. I am wishing you a joyful rest of your day.